Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Check podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Donnie and Dolly podcast. Catch the show Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to noon on Check. Your local sports coverage lives here. Well, why am I watching it? Because it's on TV. With Don Taylor. Cucumber is the worst vegetable out there. No lasting power, no staying power. And Rick Dollywall. 45 minutes in front of a mirror, I banged it. Here's Donnie and Dolly. 10 o'clock in downtown Vancouver. We're in the Paul Carson studio. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. It's Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. Don Taylor, along with Rick Dollywall. Ryan Henderson is our producer. He's the man at the controls. Our director, the voice of God, is Derek Wong. How are you? Uh, another loss. For, for the Canucks. Yeah. Another five goals. They've given up 31 goals in their last six games. Just uh, thought I'd let you know that. Yeah, and of course it was the empty netter as well. So 6-4 for the uh, Rangers yep. over the uh, Canucks. Great night for the Canucks. Coyotes end up losing. The Coyotes are four apart. They end up winning, defeating Tampa Bay. They're 4-0-3 in their last seven games. So the Coyotes jump over the Canucks in the standings. Canucks now with the fifth, fifth worst record in the National Hockey League as they lose 6-4 uh, to the Rangers. And as a result, fifth worst record, fifth best chances of landing Connor Bedard. Great night for the Canucks. We look forward to that for the rest of the season. They they don't want to rebuild. They don't want to go for Connor Bedard, but I think, I think accidentally they, they might end up doing it. I, I think they are. I, I, they're, not they're not, on, no, they're not. not they're, they're not going to say it. No. Well, Rick, they, they're, they're, they've... <laughs> They've parked McKayev. Yep. They started a raw rookie goaltender last night from the, the American Hockey League. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of signs there that you know they they have uh, decided that although last night was the exception versus the rest of of the week, the week that yeah. McKayev or probably Kuzmenko wasn't going to get much ice time because he wasn't in shape. A guy who's got over twenty goals. There's some signs there. They traded Bo Horvat. There's some signs there that yeah they're they're okay with going for Bedard. They're I, not. The, this is all because it's a weak team. They got you know it's 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 because they're a weak team. It's not because they announced in a uh, like the Rangers did. We're going uh, into a rebuild. Yeah, but you could read. They into are it. going downhill because they're a bad hockey club, not by design. But so but but tra- trading Horvat. If they're a good hockey club, they would keep well, him and try to you know do something uh, for a playoff push or or, or do something in the playoffs that they go. Into the playoffs, all the signs are there. They don't have Donnie, to come out with a letter. It'd be Donnie, great if they did, yeah. but they don't. Donnie, if they didn't trade Horvat and lost him for nothing on July 1st, the first guy that would have ripped the hell out of them would have been you. No, but I'm just saying there's a lot of signs here that they won't say anything yeah, like the not. Rangers did, but they're, they're going for it. And now yeah. I'm okay with that. Last night was a great night. 
I'm complimenting them. I yeah. Well, I, they, I think they're getting there accidentally, but you're saying they're doing it on purpose. Rick Tockett that wasn't the original intention. Well, that's that's right. That's what I'm getting at. Rick Tockett wouldn't have come here if they sat him down and said, "We're going for Bedard. We're just that's it." You don't think Rick Tockett ah, would be okay? No. going for Bedard. He, he, uh, Donnie, are you this, kidding? It could take five, six, seven years to get out of this mess. Rick Tockett came here, two year deal. He, he they told him we're we're going to get good. We're going to get try and get better, not worse. I, he wouldn't so have taken think, the job. Do you think most Canuck fans look at that combination of the Coyotes not just winning last night, but winning over, or, you know, picking up points oh, over the last seven games? Canucks losing yep. last night yep. and go, oh, that's awful. No, they're probably thinking this. They're, they're, they actually seem seem to have a focus here. This is good, yeah. and, and maybe they don't get Connor Bedard. They're in the fifth spot right now, fifth, and we hope to do t- uh, the Tankathon, the draft lottery simulator, uh, later on. And most mock drafts have Zach Benson around five or six. Yeah, well, I, that's I think a lot of Canuck kid. fans would be happy for oh, that. Oh, Chilliwack kid, uh, centerman for the Winnipeg Ice, who is an incredible talent, uh, would be very nice. The only problem with this draft, Donnie, if you look at the first round, no right shot D anywhere near the top. Yeah, it, it, that is it, true. It, it, it is a top heavy center position draft, forward draft. I'm not seeing any right shot D anywhere near the top ten, eleven, and and I, I even still, with the Islanders pick. When you look at again, well, the, maybe, the, the maybe mock, well, even even the well, mock drafts, the defensemen are low, yeah, low, low, lower than that. That and would be the yeah. top defenseman I believe that's available at this draft is a left shot. But anyways, that's the only part of this draft that sucks is if the Canucks do get two high picks, I, there's no right shot defenseman up high. That that hurts. You know, I, uh, l- let me say this too, uh, and of course a lot of this is tongue-in-cheek. Great night for the Canucks. Yeah. They end up uh, losing. Coyotes win. Canucks now with the fifth worst record in the National Hockey League. Uh, uh, a- another positive would be that they lost to the Rangers, who you know over the last what you know few weeks have been one of the best teams in the National Hockey oh, League. Time. They've they've won six straight. The Canucks battled the whole way. Yes, they so, did. So there is that as well. Uh, Never let's gave up. Show you some evidence of that now with the highlights. Derek, we good? Rogers Arena, Vancouver, BC. Early first scramble in front of Igor Shesterkin. Uh, Dakota Joshua pounces and his shot goes in off Curtis Lazar. Not pretty, but the Canucks take it. Curtis takes it. One nothing. Rangers answer less than a minute later. Adam Fox to Mika Zibanejad welcoming Archer Seelovs to the NHL with the old how do you do. His 28th 1-1. Then ex-Canuck Jimmy Vesey spotting a wide open Artemi Panarin. And the man wearing Ron Duguay's old number 10 makes it 2-1. NYR at the other end. Pedersen. Elias Pedersen. JT Miller. Elias Pedersen. Miller. And it all. 2-2 as Shesterkin had lost his stick there. And J.T. Miller, ex-Ranger, takes advantage. Still first, Nico Mikola. No relation to Miko Makala. His shot goes in off Luke Shen. Also no relation to Miko Makala. 3-2 Rangers. Second period, Puckwork. Chris Kreider to Vladimir Tarasenko to Zabinijad. Back to Kreider. Tic-tac-toe with another toe in there as well. 4-2 Visitors, this is nice. Andre Kuzmenko, incredible display of hands. Off, look at this, off the metal, right to Connor Garland on the backhand. His 11th. Canucks back within one, 4 3. More from uh, the second Rangers pressing. Keandre Miller, you're going to get to this? Come on, dear. Keandre Miller at the point, takes a shot, and he scores. 5 3 after two on Griffith's way. Third period, Elias Pettersson. A wheeling and dealing. Drops to Andre Kuzmenko. Take that, Rick Tuckett. The Kuzmenkian one's 23rd. But this is close. 
as they'd come. Empty net, 130 left, and Mika Zabinijad takes advantage, gaping 6 by 4 His second, 29th of the year, Rangers down the Canucks 6-4, Philly at Rogers Saturday. Torts back in town. Torch back in town. Bombs. Hopefully Demko back in goal. Well, he's going to back up Saturday. That That is the early plan. Yeah, Delia will start. We're, we'll see what they do with the kid, Seelovs, uh, last night. Uh, uh, are they going to send him back to Abbotsford? Well, let's let's get right to the poll question. Uh, Ryan and I argued for an hour before the yes, poll Yes, I was question. listening. And I, I do want to get to the tweet that I delivered last night, which um, got, got, got some response that I couldn't believe. But anyway... Uh, this poll question, the bet99.net poll question has to do with the young Latvian goaltender who made his NHL debut uh, last night. Yes, sir. Bet99.net poll question. Did you learn anything about Arthur Silovs last night? 70% say yes. 30%. Oh no, hold on a second. 70% say no. 30% say yes. Um, so you know what? I'll tell you what he learned. He learned what... uh, Did you learn? I'll tell you what... That's the question. I'll tell you what that kid learned. He learned what Demko, Delia, and Martin have learned this year. And they found out that playing goal for the Vancouver Canucks is not a lot of fun. Not a lot of fun. A lot of three-on-twos. But as a spectator, did you learn anything about him last night? Yeah, I'll tell you what I learned. As a member of the media. I I, I did. Three goals on nine shots he gave up. Four goals on 11 shots he gave up. But the kid didn't fold his tent. I like that. I did not. I'm not going to lie to you. I got some texts saying it's going to be 8-1, 9-1, 10-1, 11-1, 12-1. It didn't happen. Because the kid, you know what? When he gave up the fifth goal, he, he buckled down. And that, to me, at 21, age... NHL debut. Demko was 22 when he made his NHL debut, Donnie. This kid was 21. He showed me in the second half of the game, he showed me a lot of character. Okay, so Ryan and I battled about this. And yes. Just, you can throw the poll question up again if you, if you don't mind, yeah. guys. And my, my, I didn't want to go with his poll question. I had, I had something else in mind. But, we, you know, as always, Ryan won the battle. Yeah. Right? He gets his he way. Whines. He whines and complains. He whines, complains. How could you not learn anything about Seelovs last night? I don't, I don't. Obviously, I, every game is a learning tool. Every game. Well, no, for him, yeah, I get yeah. that. But watching that game, you you said it, Rick. You know, first of all, I watched. I I, I watched. Could like a lot of people did. Yeah. I, I learned that he's a battler. Okay, yeah. that's good. I also learned, and and he all but admitted this after the game was over, and we're going to hear from him in a bit, or maybe later on in the show, that he's not ready for the National oh, Hockey League right now. It, that there's still a, a lot to learn. I also learned that. It was kind of strange because I, I looked at him in the net and I said, Don, he looks he looks a little small. small. I, I thought he looked small. He's six four. He's, six He's not four. small, but, but he, for some reason he looked he looked small. You know why? He hasn't filled filled out physically, Donnie. And and when he gets his weight up, he's not, he's a skinny kid. Let's leave it at that. Yeah, it's amazing what small is in yeah. the National Hockey League these yeah. days when it comes to goaltenders. Six four, just over uh, two hundred uh, pounds. The other thing I thought that was interesting about him again, something I learned watching Ryan. Maybe maybe you did, but he handles the puck well. Yeah. I thought there were a couple of times even early on yeah. when he showed a lot of confidence handling the puck. I'm not saying he's the second coming of Kirk McLean or Marty no. Berdur, but he looked really confident handling the puck. And I think that's an art form that we thought was going to take off in the National Hockey League that, that has it. So I thought, I thought yeah, he was pretty good there. That's a good uh, observant point by you. Uh, Ryan, what did you learn? What did you? Learn? I didn't learn anything. That's why. Yeah, I, see, that's why no, I voted. No your criticism. You're, you're saying that, as I put words in your mouth, that you didn't learn anything because 
it was the same old story. The Canucks defense was awful, and I agree with you there. Yeah. But I did learn some things about the kid. It played out exactly how I thought it was going to, and if I didn't know who was in goal, it would have looked like every other Canucks game, so that's why I didn't learn anything about the kid. Because I, to me, you can't evaluate anybody on this hockey team right now. Are you with, kidding? With, 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 They're playing the seventh best. With the defensive issues that they have. You, you can't. The defense is horrible. Forget the forward about them. Defense, Look who they played the, last the night, Ryan. Uh, it, is, yeah, it is awful. It's the, it's the hottest team since December yes. in the New York Rangers. So going into the game, I thought this kid's probably going to get shelled because the Canucks are horrible defensively. And what happened? He you're got talking about the like, results. So, so you're watching that game, and you're, you're pretty much the same. You're watching that game, and you didn't learn. You, we all know about the Canucks defense. I learned I a get lot. That. Absolutely. But that's you, why you didn't learn anything no, you watching him play. Him. Just even, even seeing his size, no, because the way he handled the puck. Because you can't grade him. He's because, not ready for the NHL. How about that? I learned that last but night. But I didn't yeah. learn that because I knew that. So if he was so ready for the NHL, Donnie, if he was so ready, if the organization believed he was so ready for the NHL, wouldn't he have been up here a lot earlier with the way Spencer Martin and Colin Delia have been So playing? you're saying no goaltender in the history of hockey has made a debut No, and I'm not saying well. that. I'm, I'm saying even at the age of 21. I'm saying that tends to be more the minority than the majority. That one, what you just said there is obvious, right? And I, I put that on my list. But in terms of his size not being ready for the NHL, we, we agree on that. Handling the puck. I didn't know that about him. Yeah, he's, I, he's I, good at I, handling I didn't, I didn't know he was that much of a battler. He didn't give up. I mean, it looked bad early. Right, like that three was... goals in the first period against, and he, he, he hung in there. Yeah. He looked uncomfortable. He got more into the yeah. rhythm of the game. Got used to the speed, I, I thought. So I, I learned something about the kid. There, there could be something there. Mm-hmm. That's the seventh highest scoring team in the National anything? Hockey League, uh, uh, Ryan. I, this is all proof to why I didn't learn anything. Rick, what did you say yesterday? He didn't on the show? allow nine goals in one period and he, then get pulled, Ryan. No, they, they didn't pull him. They wanted he, he to did evaluate really good him. after the fifth goal. He hung in, sure, but I'm not saying I'm not necessarily saying that today. I feel any differently about Silovs as a Canucks prospect. You can, so you, than don't, I you did don't have before a little better idea no, of what he's like. No, okay, that's, no, that's wow. Good. I agree with you. The, like the cross ice passes, it's incredible. Uh, talk it, it green. It Scotty Bowman, they exactly. can have in there. It just it it, it it wouldn't matter. Like pushing to one side of the ice and leaving, you yeah, know, but, somebody like Panarin yeah. wide open. Like, don't Come get on. me wrong. The New York Rangers are good statistically. It backs yeah. it up. I've said all that. But I'm sorry. The Vancouver Canucks make teams look amazing. Well, can we do this before we go to break? Sorry, Rick. Are you going to say something? No, no. Okay. Uh, let's hear uh, from Arthur's Seelofs. Derek, we good? And uh, just his opinion of his National Hockey League debut. Uh, for sure, it's different. Like, different skills. Uh, different, like, speed. Uh, it was, like, fun to play, you know, getting that experience. So that's good for me. How much do you think it might help you? I think it's going to help me a lot, like, uh, in the long term, because, like, at least I know what it is, you know, so I know what I can be better at, so I can push myself even more, you know. Uh, Ian Clark, apparently, speaking of pushing, was pushing for him to get a start. You think about what's happening on on Saturday with Demko coming back. Potentially. Uh, Right, with with, with Demko coming back. What if Seelofs, and I I would, you you would know more about this than I would, uh, Rick, uh, I would imagine he would go back down to Abbotsford yeah. because, you know, if, if Seelofs plays Saturday, gets shelled even by a weak Philadelphia oh. team, then he got to put Demko in uh, 
m- much earlier than you probably. They got to get through to. this week. You're right. Yeah. I, I fully expect him to go back to Abbotsford and retain the number one uh, job there. But I, I'm still surprised they they put him in last night. I got to be honest with you. I, I, you know that that's not the weakest team in the NHL. He played last night. Good on the kid for standing in there tough. But it's all part of what we talked about earlier. That you know that they're they're okay with experimenting right now because the standings are irrelevant other than, you know, maybe dropping a bit and getting a better chance at Connor Bedard. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I, I don't know why people I, get upset about, at, at no, that. But, but when the president's come out a hundred times and said we're not uh, rebuilding. Well, say? I get it. No, but yeah. he, he said a hundred times we're not rebuilding. We're not doing it. So if they do get Bedard, they're going to do it accidentally. They're not going to do it by design. I'll tell you that much. Actions speak louder than words. Here's yes. what's coming up on the show. A little lesson for the kids there. <laughs> Didn't learn anything. Is it just me, DTMZ, coming up in the next hour? John Shannon is going to uh, join us just after uh, 11 o'clock, NHL analyst, oh, yeah. TV expert. We'll talk about the Super Bowl a bit and the TV ratings and all of that. A big ride, the Twitter guy, uh, coming up later this hour. And up next from TSN, he was at the, the Super Bowl. He also covers hockey. Farhan Lalji from TSN, as I mentioned. Thanks so much for joining us, folks. Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. Donnie and Dolly, the team is supported by ableauctions.ca. Closing your business, we can help. All of today's guests, including Farhan, standing by, brought to you by the Vancouver Giants. Giants are at the LEC for a pair of games this weekend. Saturday night, they take on the Blades of Saskatoon at 7. Also, come celebrate Family Day with the Giants on Monday as they take on Spokane with a special 2 p.m. puck drop. Love those afternoon dates. Get your tickets now at VancouverGiants.com slash tickets. Usually, when I go to the Delaney's OK Tyron Langley inbox at this point, I'll read a text that agrees with one of you, but I'm, I'm going yeah. to go with somebody who agrees with me. This is Ed from uh, North Vancouver. 100% Donnie, it's a tank without saying it's a tank. Mm. That's Ed from North Vancouver. The one guy who uh, agrees <laughs> agrees with me in the Delaney's OK Tyron Langley inbox. We're joined now from Not. TSN by Farhan Lalji. How are you, sir? Good, boys. How are you doing? Very well. Very well. Uh Farhan, do you think deep down the Canucks were pleased with last night? They, they're they competitive, but they lose to the Rangers, and the Coyotes win, and they're hot lately. Canucks drop to the fifth-worst record in the league. It, behind the scenes, do you think they're pleased? They're okay with that? Yeah, I think so. And I think if you're Jim Rutherford and Patrick Alvin, it, it kind of is the perfect win or the perfect result uh, because they, they did come back. They played some level of entertaining hockey on the offensive end because they did wind up with four goals and, and fans like to see that and Kuzmenko put on a bit of a show and you know all those things are, are positive but at the end of the day you want to lose right now you, you do and they know that and Rutherford's admitted as much so um, you know tank and, and rebuild are kind of different things here but I think where you're going to really find out whether or not this is a, a full-on tank or not is the deployment of Thatcher Demko when he comes back right because if uh, you know he's the one thing I've said before Demko is the one thing that takes this from a retool to a rebuild, whether or not they trade him, right? Um, because if it's a real retool, they have to keep him, right? Because he's the one good contract they have. If they trade him, then maybe it is kind of a rebuild without saying it. And from a tank perspective, look, I asked Jim Benning, or sorry, Jim Rutherford this directly when the whole Tanner Pearson, uh, you know, wrist injury, and they brought the doctors out. And after that, Rutherford took a lot of questions. And I asked him directly, and he, he did admit that, yeah, we can 
deploy players specifically. We can make decisions specifically. If you're Rick Tockett, you're probably really frustrated seeing the continued defensive gaps this team makes and how poor their coverage is. That's got to get him frustrated because it means the message isn't getting there. It's only been a couple of weeks. Maybe it gets there, but organizationally, perfect result last night. Your opinion of Arthur Silov's debut in the NHL. What did you learn? Oh, boy. I learned that he's young. I, I learned the Canucks' back end is bad, which I knew to begin with. You know, it was it, he, he let in a couple of tough goals, right? There's a Zabinaj had five-hole goal, and, you know, I know he pump-faked and got him to open, but he seemed like he hung on to it long enough that archers could have gotten set. I don't know that there were a lot of bad goals. You know, that was kind of a meh. Uh, you know, but for the most part, it was just high end scoring chances. And think of the one that, uh, think of the one that, um, in his own end, where JT Miller puts right on Tarasenko's stick in the slot, like right there. And that doesn't go in. He made a five alarm save at one point uh, in the third period as well. I can't remember who it was on, uh, on, you know, in alone clean. So it's amazing to me the number of times a Canuck goalie gives up five goals or more and they still make like three five alarm saves, right? So, uh, I thought he was. I thought he was fine. No worse than the goaltending performances the Canucks have been getting to this point. Farhan, you've coached sports. You've benched guys, and you know it's 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 a human reaction to a benching. You can sulk, or you can come back and say, "I'm going to prove the coach wrong." Kuzmenko's done that three times last week. Last three points now is the last two. He clearly went and got the video work. He's clearly an athlete that said, "You know what? You bench me, but I'm not going to sulk. I'm going to come back and show you." And he did that last night. Yeah, and Rick Tockett said afterwards that even after this game, he came to him and said, more video, more video, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which tells you he's got a desire to learn, right? And it is funny because I asked him specifically, and he took the question the wrong way. And, and I said, you know, with your last couple of performances, do you think you're gaining the coach's trust back? And he thought I was asking him whether or not he trusted the coaches. And he kind of looked at me like, you know, that's, that's a silly question, of course, or I wouldn't have signed a contract. Uh, but, you know, I, I was certainly asking it the other way and, and talking to Rick Talking, Yeah, he's earning that back. There's still some work to do defensively, but it seems like Kuzmenko is willing to do that. But that, you know, between the legs move that he made mm-hmm. with the shot off the crossbar and Garland scoring, like, there's just not enough of that in this lineup, right? You've got him and Pedersen, and, and that's, that's kind of it. where it ends in terms of it. that level of wow creativity. So, you know, if you need to send a message, that's great, but you better not make it a long message where you fracture the relationship, and clearly that hasn't happened here. Uh, Farhan, you're all over CFL free agency. Uh, tell us how the yeah. BC Lions did, uh, additions and deletions. They did okay. You know, I, I, they certainly didn't make a lot of high-end additions, and, and I knew that they couldn't, right? The fact that they were able to get the Dominic Rhyme situation figured out yeah. was really important for them as, as that thing looked like it was going to go south on Sunday. Um, but, you know, th- this is a good roster, and they're, they're a roster that all of a sudden went from a $75,000 quarterback to a $350,000 quarterback, and that money's got to come from somewhere. So they just weren't in a real position to, to add. You know, they, they lost more than they added, but I, I do think that it's still a good roster. Uh, and they managed to stay stable, which I think matters. And when you look at how young they've been the last couple of seasons, you know, I, I think they're going to be that much better as a result of, of just gaining some experience. So, you know, overall, uh, I think the big addition was probably Justin McInnes, who might allow them some racial flexibility on the offensive side where they might go two Canadians instead of uh, instead of just one like they did last year with Katoy. So we'll see what that turns into. But, you know, they did, they did okay. Other teams needed to make bigger splashes, and they did. Yeah, and one of those teams, uh, Hamilton, who stole a couple mm-hmm. of lines. Okay, uh, Chiefs beat the Eagles in Super Bowl 57. You were there in Phoenix. Farhan, how far away is Patrick Mahomes to that elite level of Brady, uh, Montana, 
Uh, you, you sound. You look like you're surprised that the, by the question. I, 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 yeah, yeah like I, I look like I look like I'm Andre Kuzmenko looking at me yesterday. Um, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Of course. This five-year stretch mm. is the best stretch of football ever seen in the National Football League. Ever. Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Joe Montana never did this. Mm-hmm. They never played the game like Patrick Mahomes played the game. Yeah, they might have had more Super Bowls in a small stretch. You know, Brady had three. Um, but in terms of just making the game look easy, toying with the opposition, um, carrying his team. You know, when you look at the uh, expected points added by defense and special teams, Patrick Mahomes in these five years is 29. That's how little help he's getting from his defense and special teams. You know what Tom Brady had in that stretch? Second. The defense was great. The special teams were great. They played great situational football. The coaching on all three phases was great. Here, Andy Reid is an offensive savant, but Patrick Mahomes, when you look at the help he's getting in the other two phases of the game, is making chicken salad out of chicken poop. And nobody has done what Patrick Mahomes has done. He's revolutionized the position. Kids want to be Patrick Mahomes, just like Steph Curry did in basketball. And that's good or bad if you're a coach. Some of them freak out. But he has made the game look easy against the best players in the world. Again, if if his career ended today, he's in the Hall of Fame. He is incredible. Yeah, and I think think his opinion or the opinion of him uh, from a lot of people went up uh, several notches because he did what he did this time around uh, while uh, injured. Hey, back to the CFL for a second, Farhan. I was reading an article yeah. uh, last week. How much does the CFL have to worry about? And this has been going on for a while now. But how much does the CFL have to worry about the XFL, the new XFL, and the USFL? Yeah, I think they've got to worry. And you're seeing it already with players like Darnell Sankey and, and Cameron Kelly and even a couple of Canadians like Herjie Mayala and Richie Sandani. Uh, taking NFL or taking XFL or USFL opportunities, right? So um, I think those players would have preferred to stay in the CFL if they were getting top-of-market CFL salaries, right? Mm. But in the end, you know, one of the things is is that defensive back and linebacker tend to be the most disposable positions in this league along with running backs. Those guys rarely get paid big. Mm. So I think they wanted to stay. They didn't get the number that they wanted. So rather than coming into the second wave and that's where it's going to be affected more because you get into the second wave of cfl free agency a couple days after uh, day one and that's where you can find value and i think there's going to be less value because now those players are going to have another option because yeah the cfl can pay you more money but if it's not going to pay you significantly more then why not play a shorter season and still keep your nfl dream alive so a lot of it depends on the ages of the guys right Kelly's still in that window where he can do it. Sankey, it's a bit more of a reach. He's a little older. Um, you know, the Canadian receivers that went, you know, you, you don't want to see that, right? And very rarely can a Canadian go do that because in these cases, they both have visas and they both have dual citizenship, right? So they can do that. But g- those leagues aren't paying for Canadian players to get their visas. So you know, I don't think that's going to be a huge concern. And if those guys were deemed as locked-in Canadian starters where they'd get paid more, they probably would have stayed. So... You know, a bit of both, right? If you're a if you're a high end guy, you're staying, but that depth is going to be tested by these leagues for sure. All right. To sum up, uh, you're a fan of Patrick Mahomes. Farhan, thanks for this. I'm a fan of him and Jalen Hurts. That was the best part for me. Those are my two favorite quarterbacks. They both played lights out. Love to see it. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Farhan, thanks uh, so much for doing this. We'll talk to you next week. See you guys. Okay, uh, Farhan Lozzi at TSN. Yep.
Oh, good guy. Okay. Um, something he said. Something he said there. And Derek, let, let's do this. Let's go out on uh, the Rick Tockett clip. I think it's Rick Tockett clip. Uh, this is so unprofessional. Rick Tockett clip uh, number two. But it's something that he uh, referred to there. Farhan referred to uh, there uh, as we go to break and get ready to uh, take another look at the poll question, which Ryan came up with. Not good. Uh, this is Rick Tockett talking about. And keep in mind that uh, you know over the last uh, week or so. He's been in the doghouse. Yes, Andre yeah. Kuzmenko has been in the in the in the, dog in the doghouse. Not much ice time, extra conditioning, all of that. But here's Rick Tockett talking about. He got 18 minutes last night, over 18 oh. minutes, talking about Andre Kuzmenko's two point night to break. Keep doing that. Yeah. I need it's the other stuff. And uh, but but like I said, he's chipped away. Like he just grabbed me and said, "Hey, more video, coach, more video." So he wants it. He knows. Um, and Goncher has been working on the last two three days. So. Like I said to you guys, you know, we got to build a foundation, and he's played, you know, the way, you know, you know, he's, there's still a lot way to go, but yeah, he played played well. Able Auction specializes in helping British Columbia-based business owners close their business and sell their assets in a timely, orderly manner. Online events for everything from machine shop and manufacturing auctions to industrial equipment, retail inventories, or any other type of business assets, Able Auctions can help. For a free confidential consultation on getting your business assets sold, please email sales at ableauctions.ca. That's sales at ablaauctions.ca. Canucks lose 6-4 to the New York Rangers with Archer's Sealoffs making his NHL debut. Bet99.net poll question. Yes, sir. The Bet99.net poll question. As soon as uh, Ryan gets it up, there it is. Uh, did you lean, learn or lean? <laughs> did you learn anything about <laughs> Arthur's sea laws last night? Uh, 69% say no. And uh, 31% say yes. 21-year-old made his NHL debut last night. And uh, to, just to recap, uh, I learned that... Uh, that he's he's six four. At least that's what he's listed. We're getting some conflicting information here. He's listed as six four, just over two hundred pounds. I think he looks small. That he, that's just yeah. yeah. Maybe it was just me. I, yeah. I, I I'm not sure. I also learned that uh, he, he's not at this point ready for the National Hockey League. No. I learned that he's a battler. I also learned there were moments uh, of 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 this that he, it seems like he handles the puck fairly well. Yeah. So I learned a whole lot. I did so too. I don't know, like people like you and oh you, sorry, oh, sorry, people like Ryan who didn't learn anything last night. We all know the Canucks defense was. I knew that. I didn't have to learn that. Their the defense has been horrible. I learned, I knew that he didn't allow a goal after five. We're not going to count the empty net, Ryan. Uh, second half of the game, he was fine. And he battled back. Four four goals on 11 shots. They could have pulled him at that point. They could have said, get out of there and put Deli in. But they didn't. They let the kid fight and battle. And he battled through the adversity. He had a good second half of the game. Uh, both Curtis Lazar and Oliver Ekman Larson uh, left the game. L- Lazar had, I mean, it was a goal that might have summed up the Canucks season. He scores a goal his third of the season. I had no idea that it went off him. He also got hit in the face yeah. by Truba at the very moment uh, the puck went in, in, uh, in the net. By the way, Truba laid a couple of hits on Dakota oh. Joshua. Joshua, well, it looked like he scored that first goal, so he got the assist right after that first Truba hit. But Like, uh, you know, he, he's not going after little guys, uh, Truba. He went after... Uh, 
Joshua last night, and uh, you know what? It's it, it, he didn't get penalized. A lot of Scott Stevens in in Truba. He just keeps, you, you better have your head up, or you're going to be lying down. So Lazar Ekman Larson, Oliver Ekman Larson left the game as well. Anything on them at all? Uh, no, just uh, I've got a text into his uh, agent. Ekman Larson's. Yeah, Kevin Epp. Okay, all right. Maybe get Kevin on the show. <laughs> Okay. Uh, hey, last time I had to fight Ryan to get Kevin up on the show. I'm not going to get Kevin up on the show anymore. Okay, so uh, the other direction I wanted to go in, and this ha- has to do with uh, the subject of the clip we went out on in our previous segment, yeah. and that's Andre Kuzmenko. Yeah. So he gets one goal and one assist uh, last night. The assist was, um, the, the goal was nice enough, the, the shot. And this guy's been in the doghouse. Conditioning is an issue, according to Rick Tockett. And he gets 18 minutes last night after, like, what, four or five games of, yep. of you know, 11, 11, 12 minutes, that sort of thing. But that, I don't know if we've got it here, uh, Ryan. The exact, Remember I asked you to pull the, the, the goal, oh, the Kuzmenko goal from last night? It's okay. Don't, don't worry about I've it. I've got your tweet instead. Okay. So I, I tweet this out yep. uh, last night. You got ripped. And this is what I tweeted out. He might not be Rick Tockett's favorite player these days. But have the Canucks ever had a player with better hands than Andre Kuzmenko? Yeah. And I got, like, destroyed with the replies. Much and like by the, the way, poll question. Pardon me? Much like the poll question. It's been a tough 24 hours for you. It, it, it has. But I'm just trying to think. I, I, if there's been a player with better hands in Canuck history. And when I say better hands, I don't mean he's a better player than Pavel Bure or Elias Pettersson or any great player the Canucks have had. I'm talking about this one specific skill, and I don't remember a player like that in, in Canucks history that can dangle. I'm talking about hands. Again, I'm not talking skating. I, I'm the not talking. Package. You're not talking fi- about the whole package. physicality. I, I'm I'm talking about one specific skill. This guy's got better hands than anybody I can remember. Pedersen has unbelievable hands. Yeah. No question about it. And overall, I would take him as a hockey player over Andre Kuzmenko. But hands in close? When have we seen a guy like that since 1970? Anybody like that? Okay, hold I stand to be corrected. A lot of smooth guys over the years. Thomas Gredin was smooth. Donnie had good hands. Okay. Tony Tanti had different hands. He could bang, bang off his stick in the back of the net. The Sedins obviously had good hands. You can't have a thousand points if you don't have good hands, Donnie. They've had guys. Naslin, good hands. Not like this, but he, though. This, so the window of Kuzmenko is so small, though, Don. He's only been here a half yeah, we, a year. We, even, even if he were to leave tomorrow, yeah. I think people w- would say this guy had the best hands. In, kind of, well, people who, <laughs> me and, and a couple of others, baby, would say this guy had the best hands yeah. in Canuck history. Yeah. Again, I'm just talking about one his ability to dangle in yeah, tight. We haven't seen, see, you see him get that shot away? Yeah. Like off the crossbar? He was yeah. in so close and he got it up like that. That's hands. Hands. You can't teach that. Uh, and again, is he the perfect hockey player? No, but I and I've been around for a long time, and I think people were surprised that I said somebody from today's Canucks has better hands yeah. than somebody from '94. And I'm a '94 guy. I always, you know, put all those players up on a pedestal. You know, this guy's something special. Yeah, he is. And it was before the Garland goal that he he did the hand things or the the what do the kids call it the Deeks or whatever they the Deeks Deeks yeah. dangles the dangles what do the kids call it right either one of those works hand, hand thing I think is <laughs> catching on yeah we just called it uh, good hands now the kids say dangles uh, stuff like that okay listen here's the other one for you uh, not only has he uh, got the dangles he's number one in the NHL in shooting percentage. Mm. 
which tells me he's very opportunistic. And, and, and he, Donnie, 24%. That's number one in the NHL. That's mm. damn good. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, again, you wonder what he's capable of yeah. now that he's, uh, you think, supposedly in, in better shape. There was the story from uh, the practice two days ago yeah. that – Tockett stayed on the ice a little longer than, than a head coach normally would. Yep. He's got a lot of instructing uh, to do. Absolutely. And Kuzmenko went to the dressing room. Now, players don't like that. And I think Ian was talking about this, Ian McIntyre, last night on the broadcast, that players don't like that. You don't want to piss off the boss, You know, risk pissing off the boss by leaving the practice early when he's still on the ice. But Kuzmenko left. And the reason was because the Canucks had laid out a conditioning program for him that he was to do after practice. Everybody else can go home. You know, Andre, you have to still go on, on, on the bike or, or whatever, right? Or the yeah. shaker belt or, 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 or the whatever. Bike. It's the bike. Sure. And what's the other one? Uh, Stairmaster, yeah. 1985. No, well, I do the Stairmaster every day and the bike every day. Just You've listen. got a Stairmaster at home? Yeah, I got a Stairmaster at home. What's the big How deal? How much money? Or the elliptical? Is that, one of those two. Yeah. I don't know which one. Just the one where you walk and you, you push the speed. I doubt and, it's a, a stair, a stair Anyways, so, I do all that stuff every night. Kuzmenko, can, let me get this in. You, you got some good So you wonder, you wonder where he's, he's going to be when he's in great shape. There you go. Absolutely. In conclusion. I was the first to tell you. Everyone's, why is he getting benched? Why is he getting benched? Combination of out of shape and defensive play, Donnie. But here's the one thing. Well, I there's wanna, a lot of guys should be benched then. Uh, well, exactly. Here's what I want to tell you about Kuzmenko. Last week was a tough week for him. Three times uh, he got benched on the road, Donnie. Three times he got... This guy never picked up the phone and bitched or complained to his agent, uh, Dan Milstein. Never. Never bitched. How many guys, Donnie, do you know? How many guys do you know that would have got benched with a call their agent and said, get on the phone with Elvin. I'm pissed off. This guy, this kid did not do it. Donnie, he did not do it. He <laughs> Keeping did. in mind that they just gave him $10 million, so there is that. He's the second highest goal scorer on the team, and he just got benched three games in a row. But that he didn't bitch and complain about it. I like that. I like that. A lot of responses in the inbox about Kyle Wellwood having good hands. Yeah, I I, I, I agree with that. He actually, and did, there's a yeah. guy who I don't think he's the player that uh, Kuzmenko is. Oh no way. Hands no wise, way. though, top five Canuck of all oh, time. Yeah. And he, and he was basically, I, I would say, sorry, Kyle, if you're watching or listening, you know, somewhat of a disappointment here. Oh, started definitely. off fairly well. Mm-hmm. But hands, definitely. Ray, Ray Ferraro said the same thing. The guy's got great mitts. Here's a guy in the Delaney's OK Tyron Lang lean box. He gets it. Look at this. Gord, Ivan Bolderev. Great hands. I, I, I loved uh, Ivan Bolderev. He was great. I don't think he's in, in this league. He was good, though. He was in, a good in, offensive in the league player. Of I love diving. There's Boulder. a lot of great defensive players, but they go about things differently. Yeah, I don't uh, think Pavel Burry had the hands that this guy has. Hey, as great as Burry was uh, uh, offensively, sixty goal seasons back to back, all all of that hands, sp- speed, power, shot. Yeah, he's got it all over Kuzmenko. Hands. Yeah. I give it to ninety six. Yeah. First, Burry was a ninety six too at one point. And uh, Wellwood had the same issues as uh, Kuzmenko. Conditioning. Conditioning. Yeah. yeah, but he he wasn't a great skater, but he had good hockey sense and he had good hands and tight dangles. We good? 
Yeah. <laughs> now you're obsessed with the word. It's yeah. just the young kids. They use words that uh, back in the 80s, we didn't use dangles. I, I'd, you know, I'd score 50 goals in road hockey. I never used dangles. Yeah. You didn't score. I scored a ton. I was, I was definitely. That was the, your career total, though, wasn't it? <laughs> no, I was in one day. We'd play for nine hours. I, you one know, day, 50 one goals. One day. You got, no, nobody hey, nobody was, in the history of no, road hockey has got 50 stop. goals. In Saturdays, a day. 9 a.m. Who was in net? Spencer Martin? No, uh, it was Kurt was in net. Steve was in the other net, and the other, there was four or five of us. Kurt McLean? No, nah, it was Kurt, my buddy. Yeah, Kurt. Anyways, nine hours every Saturday, Steve Sunday, Weeks. nine in the morning. We'd start. Oh, by the way, the Canucks practice again today. And we have a really good oh. text into the Delaney's location oh. Langley inbox that I want to get to, t- talking about Rick Tockett's focus right now. We'll, we'll try to get to that uh, later. So they are practicing again uh, today. Lots of You said he wanted lots of practices. There have been a lot of practices. Teaching. There, there will be a lot of uh, practices. A big ride the Twitter guy next. Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. All right, 1049, Paul Carson Studio. Time for Big Ride the Twitter guy. Yes, and just ahead of Big Rather Twitter Guy, you're going to tell us about Able Auctions. Absolutely. Good point. Uh, Donnie Dolly is presented by Able Auctions February 25th, just around the corner. Able Auctions will sell the contents of a seized retail clothing store, designer swimwear. And, Rick, initially you had your eye on that teal number. Now you're going uh, with the yeah, burgundy. I was with the teal. Now you uh, want the burgundy. Now I'm with the burgundy. Burgundy, by the way, beautiful color. Designer swimwear and clothing, hundreds of area top-quality steel-toe work boots, as well as men's and women's cowboy boots, designer bags, and a whole lot more. For information on this retail inventory auction, go to ableauctions.ca. To get your retail inventory sold at auction, email sales at ableauctions.ca. Sales at ableauctions.ca. Big ride. A lot of people, including uh, Don from North End, weighing in with Alex McGilney in terms of best hands. You just cannot stop until no, I, I admit I was wrong about Andre hey. Kuzmenko. It's, you can't I'm, be wrong. I will not back that, down. This is an opinion thing. Yeah. 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 McGilney had, had good hands. Yeah. I on, uh, Again, uh, I don't think they're in Andre, we're in Andre Kuzmenko's no. league. Overall player, uh, should be in the Hall of Fame, isn't. Yeah. Yeah. Because even if I, even a guy with like a quick release, maybe like on a shot, might not have the best. Still, might not dangle the way like we just saw from Kuzmenko. Yeah, I, maybe I should have been more specific when I talked. I was talking stick handling here versus yeah. sh- shooting. shooting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, first of all, uh, this backs up Donnie's point about the uh, tank, S- the subtle tank. Let's put it that way. Accidental Canucks, brand name. Canucks under Rick Tockett. Look at this goals against per game. Four, these are all last in the NHL. Goals against per game, penalty kill, which is awful, and save percentage. All last in the NHL. That's with the Canucks only under Rick Tockett. So that doesn't even go back to Boudreaux. That's just under Rick Tockett. They are leading the league in terms of being the worst in these three categories. And that's a good thing. I mean, like I, I don't know how you don't cheer for losses right now. Like I, I, even if you're a diehard fan of this franchise, I went through this with Rick before. Why? Why would you be surprised at this stat, Ryan? They've had three American Hockey League goaltenders in the last okay. two and a half yeah, months. Hold on a and second. This somehow surprises. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. You had to, you had to, I'm with Ryan here. You had to rush Bruce Boudreaux out the door. You had to because this guy was going to come in and change everything. Mm-hmm. What's changed? 
He, You're and, missing the point. These numbers are bad because they've got American Hockey League goaltenders in that, Ryan. That's not, the penalty kill? That's no not other team the in the NHL. I can't think of a head coach that has gone through what Rick Tockett's gone through and taken over a new team. with what? Just hold on a second. Hold on a sec, Donnie. You take over a new team. When Boudreaux took over from Green, who do you have in net? Demko. Demko. So, so Tockett takes over, and he's got two American Hockey League goaltenders. Are you kidding me, Ryan? Rick, if you think the goaltending oh. is the only issue for these stats, you're—I mean, outside the save percentage, which that is a goal. It doesn't stat. help. It doesn't help. Well, no, but it doesn't—they don't even have a backup making two, three but, million. But, Rick, but can again, I, can their backup this? is making seven fifty. Can, can I ask you this? Yeah. When you watch the Canucks play now, what was the number one criticism of Boudreaux's coaching by management? The structure, lack of structure. Do you think the structure looks better now? Same players, I think Rick same Talkett defense. Is, I think Rick Talkett is going th- about things the right way. Like it's it's like training camp mid or as we near the end of the season. I don't see an improvement in structure right okay. now. Like this, the message is not getting through. I know that uh, maybe these, this particular group isn't teachable, yeah. but I don't see an improvement in structure. Well, not I, yet. Anyway, I think they're I, I, undoubtedly they're getting there. Go ask Travis. But I haven't Green. seen it yet. Go ask Green and Boudreaux and Rick Tockett. Absolutely. It's the players, Don. Yeah. they got the same group of players making the same mistakes. So why make the change then? Exactly. Well, why make the coaching change? Uh, why, pay why. Three, why, why, why pay three head coaches? Okay, because when training camp comes around next year, uh, this, this point, guy's going to have a half no. a year to teach these guys Rick, the Rick Tockett way. They, so he doesn't start at training camp. Okay, guys, let's go back to grade school. You won't hear that anymore. So what did, what did Rutherford say the last time he met with the media? Major surgery. So if this team needs major surgery, then who Tarkett's going to have to teach a whole bunch of new players in the summer in yeah. September anyway. Yeah, but we're not uh, talking six, six, seven, eight, eight, nine guys. The roster, is going, the roster is supposedly going to be turned over because it needs major surgery. That's why this whole Rick Tarkett getting jump on uh, next year thing doesn't make any sense to me. You got the management team saying that they need to blow out most of the roster, so the coach is going to have to teach somebody next year anyway. Why you had to throw Boudreaux at the door with no change is beyond me. Uh, let's go to this. Another local story for you guys. Uh, it was announced this morning. The Vancouver Whitecaps have a jersey oh. sponsor. Here's Ryan Gold uh, modeling the brand new Vancouver Whitecaps kit. There it is there. And as you can see, and for those of you in the podcast, their sponsor is TELUS. Oh. So... It's a disappointment. Because it's not like the number five or something? Well, Water yeah. Dog? There's that. Or, or Fairways. Mugs and Jugs. Ink Equipment. Of course, yeah. No, it's just I, I, you know, the, the people of Bell have done so much for this it's community. True. And you know, the Let's Talk people. Like, you want to disassociate yourself mm. from yeah. them? For, so popular. For some yeah. reason, this is my favorite Whitecaps jersey. I don't know why <laughs> uh, so far. So they're calling it the Bloodlines jersey is what they're calling it, by Bloodlines. the way. Bloodlines. Um, uh, Explain the red. So the red, as you can see above the TELUS logo, is two reasons. One, Canadian team and ties to Canada, and they want to you know show that off. And mm-hmm. two, they've also partnered with Canadian Blood Services to try and get people out to donate blood. Nice. In fact, if you have a Canadian Blood Services account, you can get your New Jersey, um, what's it called, personalized for free into March if you just show that you have an account uh, either at the stadium or at the Whitecaps store, they'll they'll put a new they'll mm-hmm. put a name or whatever you want on the back for free. Just they'll that. pass so. out on your way there. Yeah, like have your juice blood. box and your cookie, yeah. and you'll be good to go. Yeah. Uh, of course, the Whitecaps nice. season and home opener next Saturday night, seven thirty p.m. as they take on Real Salt Lake. Um, I like that they've kept the hoop around yeah, the yeah. torso. 
hearkening back to the glory days of the North American Soccer League, Vancouver Whitecaps. And correct. Yeah. And, and, and do we? Oh, sorry, Ryan, but um, remember there was some thought that BC Place was going to be yes. called Telus Place. Yes. And then, of course, Bell was a sponsor of the Whitecaps, so that got in the I, way. Got got in the way. Yes. Is there any thought, Mister Scoop? Maybe you know no, uh, that that so. maybe BC Place, which I just don't understand. Is is going to get some sort of corporate sponsor? I mean, everybody, they've every been, other uh, building is, is yeah. sponsored. They've been trying for years. Uh, David Braley tried to get a sponsor for BC Place many years ago. Didn't uh, I thought he was close at one point, but they haven't done that. I mean, it is kind of crazy that you. I mean, and I like the name. I, I hmm. because I like that you know it's just BC Place. I, I hate some of these corporate names that are awful, like Crypto dot com Arena in LA. That company's gone bankrupt. It's a whole big mess down there where the Lakers hmm. play. Some of these names are bad, but if they went with some, I would understand why they'd want to put a sponsor's name yeah. on there. If it helps out paying for I, the bill, I, I get place. that. And maybe, maybe, though it doesn't seem like it, keep the ticket prices down. When this first happened, all of us predicted that this would happen, and this kind of bothers me is, you know, you, you grow up with, uh, well, Wrigley Field is still there. It, it, all these names that were historic. Yeah, and, yeah. And that we predicted that the names would change every five years, and they have. You can't yeah. keep track. No, now no. it's like I don't care anymore. Exactly. Like T-Mobile. To me, it's still safe. Safeco down in Seattle. Well, and some of them that are really lame, like it's like, uh, it's like, it's like a company name at blah blah blah, like Mosaic Stadium in Saskatchewan. At, at Taylor, Taylor Field Taylor, at Mosaic. You know, uh, yeah, it, yeah. That's that's a mess. It's the ones that are confusing. The, the one that Nat like, Bailey here, Scotia. Scotiabank Field, Field at Scotiabank Stadium. Yep. Yeah. And that's nothing at Scotiabank. I just, I don't know. Just a bit of a mess. Uh, and by the way, the other item for this, the Whitecaps jersey, it. the Caps front of the jersey has five lines because as of next year, 50th anniversary of the Vancouver Whitecaps in 2024. 50th next year? Yeah. Has Francesco done the math uh, on this? Do we know? I'm going to guess the Caps have it right more than uh, okay. the, the people across the street. I love so. stuff like wow, that. Wow, 50 years for the Whitecaps. Yeah. So there's your brand new. Uh, a little break in between. Yes, a slight 79 break. soccer ball. We still remember it, Donnie and I. Did you play as anybody? It was a big moment, Ryan. Who was your favorite uh, 79 soccer ball member? Oh, hold it a second. Trevor Weimark scored the two big goals in Tampa Bay. Donnie knows that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was Phil Parks, uh, Leonard Uzi, Valentine, Very all these good. guys. Uh, Wee Willie Johnson. Uh, are you kidding me, Ryan? You're going to test my Whitecaps knowledge? I love that team. He's getting angry. Did you say Leonard Doozy? Buzz Parsons? Uh, Buzz it, Parsons. Uh, 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 Phil Parks. I told you. Who was Grobelar was the other goalie, right, yeah, From South Africa. Mm. Tino Latieri. Uh, uh, Tino Latieri. Yep. Yeah, Canadian. He used to keep a parrot in his net. Uh, not not a, uh, a real one. Stuffed one. That would have been interesting. Alan Ball. Good player. Anyone else? Or are you done? Uh, hold a second. Uh, We're going to go through David the whole. Cross. David Cross was a really good striker. Oh. All right. Oh, uh, Peter Lormer. Here we go. Was, Peter Lormer was a really good uh, a midfielder. Thunderfoot was his nickname. The mm-hmm. hamster moving Thunderfoot. in the brain. <laughs> Coming up next, we talk with John Shannon. Tony as Waiters, head coach. Tony Waiters, head coach. You done? The late, great Tony Waiters. Yeah. John Shannon great. joins you guys next, as always, on a Thursday. It's Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. Okay. It is Thursday, and all of our guests on this Thursday, including John Shannon, who's standing by, brought to you by the Giants of Vancouver, or as Ross Tucker refers to them, the Vancouver Bublés. 
The Giants are at the LEC for a pair of games this weekend. Saturday, they take on Saskatoon at 7, Wendell Clark's old team. Also, come celebrate Family Day with the Giants on Monday as they take on Spokane with a special 2 p.m. puck drop. Get your tickets now at VancouverGiants.com slash tickets as we bring in, in the wake of the Canucks 6-4 loss to the Rangers last night, NHL analyst, co-host of the Bob McCowan podcast, John Shannon. How are you, sir? I'm great, boys. How are you? Very well. Uh, the Rangers have won six straight. They're sixth overall. Is there a chance they're a cup contender even in that tough, tough Eastern Conference, John? Well, I think so now. Yeah, I really do. I think the Tarasunka trade put them uh, put them back in the hunt. Uh, let's face it, the first two months of the season, I think the Rangers might have been categorized as one of the big disappointments in the NHL. There mm-hmm. was just something missing from that roster and, and and Chris Drury making the move when he did 11 games before the trade deadline, uh, getting the, you know, a, a jump start on some of the other teams that are trying to improve before the deadline. Uh, I, I think that they, uh, they are really right back in there. And, and to me, I wouldn't not, would not be surprised to see an Eastern conference final of Boston versus the Rangers. Starting an AHL goaltender last night, the, uh, Horvat trade, uh, roster experimentation. Uh, There's a lot going on that indicates that uh, the Canucks are okay with dipping a bit in in the standings. If you're a fan, John, are you okay with that? I'm not, but uh, you know, I you know, the last time I said that I didn't don't think they should rebuild, I got barbecued on Twitter, so that's okay. I'm used to that. (laughs) Welcome to Vancouver. Uh, um, Yeah, well. Welcome to anywhere these days. Mm. I mean, no, no, nobody can talk to me about not being, you know, way back in the days of being a Canuck fan. There's my Bobby Schmatz hockey oh, card. Oh, okay? very good. Yes, okay. underrated Bobby Schmatz. Hey, listen for the until Tony Tandy showed up. You know, mm. the guy that scored more goals, thirty-seven in a season for the Canucks, was Bobby Schmatz. Mm-hmm. You know. By the way, uh, to Rick, to Rick's point about the Whitecaps, my favorite Whitecaps moment of all time in San Diego. Willie Johnston taking a swig yeah. of beer from yeah. somebody and then hitting the corner. Yeah, right? legendary. corner kick, legendary yeah. corner kick. What yeah. a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful uh, uh, moment yeah. that was in Whitecaps history. By Thank the way, you. We're, we're alive. alive. We're, we're alive. alive. <laughs> As um, always. Back to the Canucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I um, you know, when you when you've only won five of twenty, because that's the number. It's five of twenty. You you're telling everybody that. Uh, we're 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 going to take a look, and as as uh, Ryan talked about in the previous segment, we know that there's going to be surgery, whether it's major or not. I'll be uh, interested to see before the draft in the summertime. Uh, but they need Rick Tockett's voice to be able to decide that. They need Rick Tockett to be able to say, "I can coach this guy. I don't want to coach that guy," and that's why he's here now, mm. as opposed to waiting to the end of the season and keeping Bruce under contract until then. They want to invest in the future. And they want to invest in the future sooner than later. Get the coach in there. Get Adam Foot in there. Sergey Gonchar work, working with guys. That to me is the most important part of the next twenty-five games for the Canucks is making sure that Tockett has a bit of say as Alvin and Rutherford rebuild this hockey club. No different in many ways than what they did in Montreal with Martin Saint Louis last year. John, tomorrow is going to be two weeks to the NHL trading deadline. A couple of names uh, gaining traction out here in Vancouver. Besser and Shen, what do you see happening with uh, either one of those two? Well, I think the easier one to move and the more popular one is is Luke Shen. I mean, where he goes is going to be fascinating. Does he go back to Tampa? You know, Julian Breezebaugh is a smart, smart manager. 
and he can construct something that gets a, a guy familiar with John Cooper's system back in, in the market, win another Stanley Cup for the Lightning potentially. Shen would be very valuable against the Maple Leafs in the first round. He's the easy one to move. Yeah. He 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 makes more he makes more sense for any team in the National Hockey League than anybody else on the Vancouver Canucks on so many different levels. Yeah. Whether it's his ability to play the game defensively, whether it's his price, it, it's it, uh, he has more value and I I suspect that as as uh, Patrick waits for offers to come in his value to the hockey club will increase too because people will know they really need him. Brock's an interesting one too. Uh, I mean, are are you gambling that he's going to return to a certain level? Can he still score goals? How is he playing? I think there's a lot of people that have watched the Canucks in the last 30 games that are, you know, if you ask somebody who's been in the press box and watched Brock play, you say, well, how is he going to help us now? Yeah. What is he going to do for us now? And I think that's the big question. There's never a question about what Luke Shen is going to bring to a hockey club. Oh, no question. Okay, we, we've seen around the NHL, Chikrin last Saturday sat, John, but here we are, uh, four or five days later, uh, he's not traded. Uh, Gabrikov in Columbus, same thing. What do you make of this uh, sitting these guys? The deal's not happening. You usually sit a guy because the deal is close. Or, or you you don't you just don't want him to get hurt. You know, it's funny, in the last two weeks, we've had both John Davidson uh from the blue jackets and george mcphee from the golden knights say you know what the most important thing right now between the the player and the deadline is make sure he's still healthy hmm. just make sure he's healthy so you know a guy like jacob chikrin who you know is if the price is right will get moved um you know they, they don't want to run the risk that you know there's a broken finger a broken hand broken toe and it just makes sense. And and it's not as if it's affecting the competitive balance for the Coyotes. They're almost playing better. Yeah. I mean, yeah. look at the, the last few games. The game in St. Louis they lost in overtime was the first night that Chikrin didn't play. They were very good. That's you know, right. they beat Tampa last night. Yeah. And it's not affecting their team. And it's, and it's what it's doing is it's protecting the asset between now and the 3rd of March. Yeah, seven games with at least uh, one point, four zero and three. Uh, John Bally Sports down south. Uh, uh, Ryan, I think you have an update on this, but uh, on on the verge of filing for bankruptcy, uh, Bally is involved with twelve NHL teams, local broadcast. Any idea what effect that's going to have on the National Hockey League and the salary cap? Well, I you know. I, I don't think anybody really knows yet. We're in a 30-day window now, Donnie, before the official bankruptcy becomes official. Okay. Um, and, you know, they, you know, like they have $9 billion in debt, $9 billion oh. in debt on oh. these regional sports networks. Uh, and the parent company is a company called Sinclair Broadcasting uh, that owns a ton of network affiliates across the country and, uh, you know, tried to dip into this regional sports system uh, at, at the wrong time. And they borrowed too much money in order to do it. Um, and it's not just the NHL. Um, you know, there are Major League Baseball teams, big baseball teams mm. that are involved with, with, with this group and NBA teams. Um, the difference for hockey than baseball is, is that, you know, our, our regular season is almost over. Uh, so there, you know, how, how many of the payments have been made? When is when are the scheduled payments to be made? Uh, but within 30 days, those payments uh, will effectively stop because the NHL teams are not going to be at the top of the uh, the collection list for monies from 
Sinclair and, and, and Valley Sports. So it's going to be very interesting. Major League Baseball has already said if something mm-hmm. happens, they're going to take all of their assets and produce the games themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure the NHL is in that position for next year. I think this is more of a concern for next year than it is in the next 30 days. Uh, John, and, and by the way, oh, and by ahead. the way, there's three more. The AT&T sports networks are also in a little bit of issue too. The, the ones that broadcast the Penguins, the Kraken, and the Golden Knights are having a, a, a bit of an issue as well. This is not a small problem. This is a problem I'm sure that Gary and Bill have had on their desk for a few weeks, and it's got their heads spinning. Well, okay, John, so just before we let you go, in line with that, uh, not that long ago we heard Gary Bettman say, oh, uh, the, the salary cap is going to go up maybe $4 million, and then a few weeks later, uh, just $1 million. Did did that have anything to do with what we were just talking about, those TV deals? Uh, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, potentially. Uh, potentially, I mean, every source of revenue has to become in question. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I, I think more than anything, I think that Gary, when he said four and a half million and everybody jumped up and yeah. down for joy, I think he probably looked at the books and said, maybe I should hedge my bets. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd, I'd, I'd rather under promise and over deliver rather than the other way around. Outstanding. We'll dedicate this segment, uh, John, to the late, great Bobby Schmatz. Bobby Schmatz. There he is. Yeah. Number eight. Yeah. Yep. Number eight. Yeah, so good. Thanks so much, John. Appreciate it. Next week. Cheers, boys. Have a good weekend. John Shannon, so good. NHL analyst, co-host of the Bob McCowan podcast. Uh, Bobby, best known as the number eight. I don't think he was wearing number... uh Number eight in that on that hockey card, best known as a number eight. As a number eight, uh, with the Canucks, he's one of their first stars, Absolutely. and they ended up trading him to the Boston Bruins. Don Cherry's Boston Bruins, and Don Cherry and the Bruins couldn't have been uh, happier. Uh, Bobby Schwantz oh. helped him get to a couple of Stanley Cup finals against the uh, against the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, outstanding, underrated uh, Canuck. All right, we'll update the poll question uh, next. It's Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. Donnie and Dolly, the team is supported by ableauctions.ca. Closing your business, we can help. Okay, a a correction. Wee Willie Johnson drinking Uh. the beer for the Whitecaps. John talked about it being in San Diego. It was actually in San Jose. In San Jose. All those years ago. uh, 1979. Wee Willie Johnson. Do you want to show it there, uh, Ryan? Yeah. You got, there you right go. here, right here. This Imagine is so how beautiful. popular, how well this would go over if it happened today. I we didn't this. see the beer. Uh, okay. That's the key moment, and they it's scored a, on the play The whole as thing's well. about the beer, Ryan. Yeah. There you right go. There. Grabs a beer from the fans, takes oh, a swig. This was as so good. As we used to say back in the 70s. I remember watching this. And away this. we go. A little Ricky who's watched that. that. Who's out of the business end? Ryan? Is that Kevin Hector? Okay, so a couple things about this. First of all, if that happened today... I'm sorry, I, this might be politically incorrect. The guy whose popularity would, and it did with Willie Johnson, would rocket skyward. Also, like, look how close that, that the wall, wall is, is to look the field. Look how close the wall is. Like old Iverwind Stadium. And, and Donnie, those white cap jerseys right there, best mm. ones. Good, except I had a little problem with the numbers. They were hard to see. No, no, no. That blue was beautiful. It was a beautiful talk to the blue. Play-by- talk to Ian Michaud, the play-by-play guy. Ian guys. Michaud was a great play-by-play guy. And uh, little Ricky watched that live uh, back when we had two channels. Okay, where are we at? Poll question? Yeah. 
Yeah, well, right, Bet 99.net poll question. Canucks lose 6-4 to the Rangers. Arthur Silas making his NHL debut. Our Bet99.net poll question. Did you learn anything about Arthur Silas last night? Uh, uh, I didn't get the numbers, Ryan. You took it off the screen. 68% say no, they didn't. 30% say yes, they did. How's that rounding up? Well, what are you talking about? 60, uh, 70%. I said right there, no. Oh. Rounding it out. If it's over the five, that you go to the next number. And NWSS yeah. education yeah. shining through right hey, there. Hold on a second. 68, nowhere near that. <laughs> I meant, uh, look, I can't see. I, I, the, the screen's too far away. 70%. Um, and I don't want, and uh, 38% saying yes. <laughs> I failed math, as you can pretty well. And you both believe you learned a ton last night watching. Yeah, we did. C-Lo's. We did, Ryan, say, in net. We did, Ryan. I did. Educational experience. Okay, to recap, apparently. folks, if you didn't see the start of the show, I don't know how you couldn't learn anything about the kid. War number 31. How about that? Uh, six foot four. I thought he looked smaller than that in the net, just over uh, 200 pounds. So that's something I learned. I learned that he seems to be a decent puck handler. We don't see a lot of goalies. Do- I thought it was going to take off with Kirk McLean and, and, and Turco and Brodeur. Ron, Ron Hextall seemed like a pretty good puck handler also, and he admitted after the game, not quite ready for the National Hockey League. He was yeah. blown away by the speed, as most uh, as most rookies are. And so I, I learned something uh, last night about him. Ryan going, well, I didn't learn anything because the Canucks defense is so terrible. Well, we all know that. Ryan, okay. every single uh, uh, event, game, you learn something from it. When it was four, <laughs> when he allowed four goals on eleven shots, Ryan texted, "No, him, no. Uh, it's going to be eight one, nine one. You battled. were salivating." There's another uh, thing we learned that the kid's a battler. Yeah. He's a battler, resilient. He didn't k- give up in the second half of the game, Ryan. Sure. So you learned nothing. No, so, I didn't. Okay. So Ryan, Just, not, not about the team, about the individual. No, you, you can't. How separate could you not have learned something? Right. Yes, you can. No, you can't. You, because oh. right now, so, it's unbelievable. So what, you, so what you're saying is that every single player on that team is beyond criticism. You can't. No, you can, you can pick out somebody and say he's playing well. This guy's not playing well. Of course you can't. Yeah, but okay. Hey. It's different with a goaltender than a defenseman and a forward. Like oh. when, 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 is it yeah, really? Because the pads the, and everything? No, but with a goaltender, if you're being let out, hung out to dry, multiple two-on-ones coming down on you, or tic-tac-toe toe plays, like you said in the highlights. Ryan. Like, what are, who's going to save these goals? Maybe he does. So you think you've, Maybe you've got something real special there. So you think Ian Clark's just going to take the, 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 the cassette of that? Or not he should. Cassette? The Phil, he's going <laughs> to the cassette. He's going to listen to it on his way home. Eight track. He's going to take of all track. the things you could have pulled out. I the video thinking, cassette he meant, which is I also kind of outdated. Cassette, the VCR days. I missed the VCR days. Listen, <laughs> real of film. You don't think that Ian Clark's going to take that and and dissect it? And are you kidding? Are you kidding me, Ryan? Sure, he hmm. might. But thank you. But Ian Clark is going to look at it from a technical standpoint and about. The yes. way he, the movie's going to learn <laughs> the technical something. standpoint in his VCR, yeah. listening his VCR. to it. It's yeah. going to be like it's going to be like one of those things that you listen to yeah. only and you get the feel. Donnie and I still uh, remember putting the eight uh, cassette in the cars. Eight track, eight track. Yeah, the worst technology everywhere yeah. when it comes to listening to music. Yeah, it was bad, it, and it was big, and you had to shove it in there, and sometimes it gets oh. stuck, and you, and you had to get they would cut off the reel would come out. Yeah, okay, <laughs> we're good. Brandon Poco, the poll should have been if you learned anything significant about Seelaws last night. Of course there's something to be learned about everyone and every single night. There you go. 
So that Brent he, is siding with me right. more than you do. No, he. Of course, there's something to learn. Yeah, he's right. Y- you can learn. Hey. You got business to do here. Yeah. And so they bring up <laughs> Atu Ratu tomorrow. Yeah. They're not going to learn something from him. But again, that is hello. It's easier with the skater. Oh. I, what are you talking about? Cause Cause talking about? Because every it's way easier with a goalie. He's no, isolated. It's not. He's not with this current. No, not with no this chance. current. Defensive. I think it's easier easier to evaluate a goaltender than hey. most any no, other position. Not I, right now. I think it goes goaltender on out. It's easier to uh, evaluate a goaltender who's isolated by oh, himself by the in the crease. Defense forward. I think it's. Oh yeah. He, There's no way. You're out to lunch. And by the way, Atu Ratu, one assist in six games. Uh, you wanted me to mention that. And, and okay, this just in. I'm just getting this on Twitter. Uh, the Canucks have hired Ryan Henderson as a pro scout. Yeah, as a goalie. Uh, I should. You're, you're the I new get out of here. Coach. You're the new goalie coach. Oh, okay, well. Yeah, you're the new goalie coach. That poor kid last night, he learned a lot, Ryan. Bottom line. All right, right now? Yeah, business. Yeah. Okay. Pastime Sports, your place for the newest card drops and sports memorabilia from any era, autographed items, trading cards, collectible games. Uh. All available at one of their four locations. you got Langley, Metrotown, Tawasa Mills, and inside uh, Surrey, inside Guilford Mall. <laughs> again, Ryan's right. <laughs> no, it's the, hey, you're thinking you about the, just, the, why, the cassette why not, tape. Why not just put it at Guilford Mall? Okay. Everybody knows where it's at. Anyway, <laughs> no, they don't. Uh, Some yeah. people might think it's outdoors, like so, one of those new fangled malls. So who, who doesn't know where Guilford Mall is? Just out of it's an inside joke, but Tony Gallagher had no idea one time when we had to explain it to him. A kid way too inside. Okay, <laughs> I'm just Gallagher? saying, there's one person. Tony Gallagher didn't know where Guilford Mall was? No, he Mall didn't was? know where the port man was. <laughs> that was the problem. That's bad. One of the pregame shows was near Guilford Mall. Oh, my and, God, he's oh. going to tell the story. And explaining well, you it. You want to rip Gallagher? Uh, he doesn't know where Guilford Mall Okay, look. Also, past time, excited to have another autograph signing, this time with... Oh, the first star last night. No, I'm not second or third. Uh, Andre Kuzmenko it down at uh, Guilford <laughs> Mall. See the first, second, or third. Uh, Sunday, March 12th. You're going to want to get his autograph now. Get all the details about this event and browse their massive collection at pastimesports.ca. Ryan, uh, what's in front of the laptop? In front of the laptop. We love Tony G, by the way. In front of the laptop, oh. the yeah. Guy Lafleur pop figurine. The uh, Gino Ojic signed puck and the card today, we've used it before, but it's appropriate today, is of Rick Tockett in a Flyers uniform. And that. somebody sent in the inbox, and apologies, I don't have their name. He's uh, The graphic was up recently on Sportsnet. That yeah, he's last the, night. The leader in Gordie Howe hat-tricks. 18. And, and, by the way, you want to talk about fuel. This will be Tockett's first meeting against the Flyers since he was honored by them, I think it was last season. Remember they honored him? I don't know if it's the retired... Jersey or Wall of Fame, whatever they do in Philly there. And they honored him. So, of course, hey, being a former flyer. They, they showed an unbelievable picture on last night's broadcast of Rick Tockett, of the, the black, eye black eye, after a game with Gordie Howe. Oh. Rick Tockett being the leader in Gordie Howe hat-tricks. Simply one of the best power forwards of all time. Look at this, 952 points coupled up with almost 3,000 penalty minutes. Rick Tockett was unbelievable to watch. He was such... Uh, he was a great player. I don't care what anybody You can said. listen to him on cassette oh. as well. Yeah, on the 8-cassette. Mm. We used to listen eight to 8-track. 8-track. Just never mind. Hey, by the way, is it anybody surprised how much uh, uh, Tockett loves... Uh, <laughs> uh, what's his name? Where, where's my uh, sheet? Uh, yeah, Di Giuseppe. He was raving. Why are you laughing? I'm just down. Yeah, it just, it's just... It's, it's not a surprise that Di Giuseppe is loved by Tockett. He plays a heavy game. Top six for Top six. He was bragging about he was, him again he was last on, night. Okay, hey. so they pull the goaltender. They're yep. down one goal. That's and I realize it's a lost season for the Canucks. But Di Giuseppe, 
longtime minor leaguer, former Ranger, if I'm not mistaken, on the ice late in the game. That's and a compliment. And he tried to he, he stopped one shot. Yeah. He played goal for a couple of there shots. There was a game on the trip. He had seven shots. He let everybody. He just loves Di Giuseppe, who's a, a UFA, by the way. And the mm-hmm. way it's going right now, you can pretty well tell the Canucks yeah. are going to re-sign him. Likes, likes Dakota Joshua uh, as well. Yeah. Okay, I had a whole lot to get to. Right. We're not going to get to it. Andrew Walnut Grove is bang oh. on, by the way. The don't don't go against yourself. Don't don't read all the ones that agree with yeah. you. But it's it's future, hard to find any that disagree. That's go the ahead. problem. I'm sure. No, we yeah. need to break. I'll just say Andrew Walnut Grove. Great point. Bang on. Oh, one guy supports you. Big deal. Uh, DTMZ next. Donnie and Dolly, the team on check. Hey everyone, it's Donnie and Dolly, and we're looking to partner with your company. We have several packages and price points to fit your budget and spread the word about your company on the show in our podcast and on social media. We'd love to get involved with your company. Call 250-880-2282 or email advertise at checkmedia.ca. It's 11.32 on a Thursday morning. Donnie and Dolly on Czech TV. And it is now time for DTMZ, brought to you by the world-famous Whistler Golf Club. Go see Big Al out there. Great track, great track. DTMZ brought to you by the Arnold Palmer Design Whistler Golf Club, celebrating 40 years of public play in 2023. Purchase any one of our 10-round passes by March 1st and receive two bonus rounds. For more information... On our perfect 10 passes or to purchase online, visit WhistlerGolf.com. All good? Oh, yeah. All right. Sad news. In Los Angeles uh, Wednesday, Raquel Welch passed away after a brief illness. She was 82 years old. Uh, She shot to fame in the 60s in the films Fantastic Voyage and One Million Years B.C a prehistoric drama that cast Welch as cavewoman Luana. The photos of her in a fur bikini becoming the foundation of the movie's marketing campaign, turning Welch into an international sex symbol. Do you remember that poster? Not what we're seeing here. And thanks for digging that up, uh, Ryan. Derek said this was the famous poster. Well, no, the, the one that they used in Shawshank Redemption. Which played an important role in Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, that's right. Was the poster I that. that I was thinking of. We yeah. couldn't oh, dig it up on the I internet. Think I, is, it, is it this one? Is it colorized? Yes, that's it. There you go. That's it. Yeah, I believe that's it. Okay, so you, you get the idea. Mm-hmm. She had more than seventy film and television oh. credits, including a memorable turn on Seinfeld. What kind of problem? Uh, well, it seems that uh, due to the uh, the vagaries of the uh, production parameters uh, vis-a-vis the uh, fragmenting of the uh, the audience due to cable television, uh, carnivals, uh, water parks. Out with it. Well, you're fired because you don't use your arms when you tap dance. You're like a gorilla out there. I gotta go. <laughs> what? My arms when I dance. That's my signature. Would you just keep an eye out for this woman? She's about, I don't know, yay high and... Uh, she doesn't mm. swing her arms when she walks. What do you mean? Like this. <laughs> what the hell is that? Are you making fun of my dancing? <gasps> Aren't you Raquel Welch? You know who I am. Now what are you doing? Uh, n- nothing. I just wasn't moving my arms. <laughs> That's it. You're going down. Ow! 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 Cat fight. 
That's so good. Raquel Welch was married four times. She leaves behind uh, her two children, son Damon Welch and daughter Tony Welch. Again, Raquel Welch yep. leaving us at the age of 82. Not good. Unforgettable. That that movie, Fantastic Voyage, what a premise. I'm trying to think if it, it has been remade. But the movie, Fantastic Voyage, um, it was focused around a critically ill man. Right. And some scientists, doctors, shrunk themselves to get inside his body and take care of things. And she was, she was one of them. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. I, I, I'm trying it's to think. A crazy of, premise. Our, our great listeners and viewers will know better than I uh, if, it was, if it was remade or if it became a series. There, there's, there, there's something there. Um, okay. February 16th, we have nine birthdays. Uh, the line is set at seven by Big Saddle Tammy's. Big yep. Saddle Tammy's Horse Care and Casino in Pinoca, Alberta. And we've uh, received confirmation from Big Saddle that that is indeed a mule <laughs> with a, with a saddle a mule? on. Yeah, it is. It's not it, a horse? It's not Secretariat, let me tell you that. Okay, away we go. Nine birthdays. Late Val Doran Moncton Jr. defenseman selected 10th overall uh, by the Canucks in 05. Hockey Hall of Famer from Hannah, Alberta. Scored 66 goals for the Flames in 82-83. Danny McDonald. I'm not sure who the wingers are, but it looks like the center iceman is Lanny McDonald. Former Canucks winger, born in Vancouver, raised in Prince George, scored 42 goals for the Canucks in 82-83. Also played for the ah, Blackhawks and ah, Flames. Stop! Darcy Rhoda. Yes. Oilers assistant general manager. His brother is the NHL's all-time leader in points. KG. Uh, the Gretzky. Uh, Keith. Yes. Canadian singer-songwriter from Toronto whose real name is, I hope I get this right, uh, Abel Tesfaye. His hits include The Hills and Can't Feel My Face. The Weeknd. Yeah. Did I get the name right? I'm so old. Late singer-songwriter who, along with ex-wife Cher, scored major hits such as I Got You, Babe, nah, Bono, and The Beat Bono, Goes Bono, On. Bono, 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 her husband. It's not Bono. No. It is her husband. Sonny Bono. <laughs> yes. Okay. Actor who played Kunta Kinte in Roots. Oh, I know this. LeVar played. Burton. LeVar Burton. He was also in uh, Star Trek, The Next Generation. Yep. Left-handed tennis star from New York City. Only male tennis player in history to hold the number one world ranking in both singles and doubles at the uh, same uh, time. Uh, Jimmy Connors. Sampras? No, come on. Uh, McEnroe. Bit of a temper, yes. Actor who won Oscars for his supporting roles in both Moonlight and Greenbrook, Green Book. Also starred in the Hunger Games franchise. This guy's unbelievable. Yeah, I don't know. Mahershala Ali. Have you seen both of those no, movies? No, I, mean, I haven't seen any of those movies. The Hunger Games, I I didn't care well, about. Yeah, I, I agree with you there, but Moonlight and, and Green, Green Book, Book yeah. like like completely different characters. Uh, really good. Mm. Just a s- superstar. Darcy wrote a happy birthday, good pal, and he always tells me the story. He wasn't really good at 13, 14, 15, but mm-hmm. he hung in there, uh, Donnie. He made the NHL, did really well. Uh, Happy birthday. His guys. brother or cousin, Randy Rhoda, also played in the National Hockey That's League. right. I remember Randy Rhoda. Yeah. Yeah. Just I, I remember uh, Darcy Rhoda telling me one time, I think in the 80s, you got to move out to Coquitlam, Port Moody. It's going to boom out here. And I'm like, whatever. And I probably should have listened to him. Darcy and I had the same doctor at one point. <laughs> <laughs> we did. <laughs> yeah. We did. And I saw Any memorable kid. appointments at all? No, we were both having kids at the same time. And anyways, I your, saw your wives uh, were. Yeah, the wives were. Yeah. And I saw his photo on the wall, and I texted him. I go, my goodness. 
My goodness, what? What a coincidence. What a coincidence. Yeah. So you, you had the same doctor as Darcy Rhoda, and Taylor has the same dentist as Matt, Matt Barzell. Matt Barzell, Dr. Sean Kelly. Coquitlam. I don't know anybody Very famous. interesting things happen to us. No? Yeah. The weekend. As we remind you that Is It Just Me is coming up. 33 years old, and he's going to play us out June 2015. And the album Beauty Behind the Madness, this is the weekend. I can't feel my face on check. Canadian superstars only on a BC Thursday morning. And I know she'll be the death of me. At least we'll both be numb. And she'll always get the best of me. The worst is yet to come. Able Auction specializes in helping British Columbia-based business owners close their business and sell their assets in a timely, orderly manner. Online events for everything from machine shop and manufacturing auctions to industrial equipment, retail inventories, or any other type of business assets, Able Auctions can help. For a free confidential consultation on getting your business assets sold, please email sales at ableauctions.ca. That's sales at ablaauctions.ca. So many good submissions today. We thank you so Ooh. much. Into the Delaney's OK Tyron Langley inbox. This is just me brought to you by Quinsum Communications Group, located in Camel River and now servicing the West Coast Highland communities. Stay tuned for updates on their new location opening soon in Port Alberni. For more info, visit quinsomcommunications.ca. Quinsom Communications Group connecting people through technology. Both Quinsom locations now have Donnie and Dolly merchandise, including hats, hoodies, T-shirts, and more. We uh, had somebody a te- a text in regarding uh, Donnie and Dolly merchandise in Victoria. Oh, right. You can get that at the Waddling Dog. Yes, Ryan. Just very quickly, Canucks on the ice at UBC this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, no OEL or no Cord- Curtis Lazar. I don't know if that's necessarily surprising. Three goaltenders on the ice. Thatcher Demko, Colin Dillia, and Arthur's Sea Loves. Rick. Yep. What do you got? Yeah, right here. Pitchers? Uh, No, no no pitchers today. No birthdays today. Take your time. We were going heavy uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. All right, is it just me or do you have to feel for a guy like Sea Loves who, in his dream to play his first NHL game, is let hung out to dry? The paws are in Ender BBC. Okay, uh, is that a tribute to the original uh, pauser? I- I'm not sure. You know, then again, if a team is not performing well, yeah. it increases your chances of being able to make your NHL debut. That's a good point. Right? So there's a bit of a, a silver lining there. Uh, this is unsigned. Uh, is it just me? Same proctologist <laughs> regarding you and Darcy Ro- Rhoda having the same doctor. Oh, no, no, it was uh, – what, what, what? <laughs> Okay. No, what what was the question? What, I don't get it. Are you paying attention? Well, just say it again. Well, he 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 he's saying you have the same doctor as Darcy Rhoda, and the doctor was a proctologist. <laughs> you, is it clicking in yet? No, it was uh, Miss. Uh, it was uh, Doctor Hatella. Uh, Miss Hatella? No, it was. I, I I don't know if that was the first name or the last name, but anyways, uh, <laughs> really close. I think to it was uh, last name. But anyways, it was. Uh, she had Darcy's photo in the in the uh, when I was looking in the doctor room. <laughs> but not a, a photo of what? Uh, All right. uh, 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 Darcy and the kid, but not a proctologist. Mm-hmm. No. Okay. It was it was <laughs> yeah. a baby delivery doctor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you the truth. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. You know how like so I was Darcy to... a baby or was like Darcy Darcy's wife was expecting and okay. so was mine. You're not getting that. So well, are no, you not getting be, that? It could be like you know the, their clients' kids on the wall. 
right? No, all the babies, uh, the, the whole wall was okay, covered okay, with photos. Okay, we got it. And I saw Darcy's and I texted him. I go, hey, we got the same doctor. <laughs> you, know, you know how how doctors or dentists put, <laughs> put photos of their The whole patients? wall. Yeah. The do, whole wall. Do proctologists do the same thing? I don't know Satisfied that. I've never clients? met a proctologist doctor yet. <laughs> yeah. I'd get the photo before the, the uh, exam. Let's put it that way. What difference would that make? Yeah. Well, after the facial expression, it might be a little bit different. It might be happier. Go. <laughs> you go. I just had a couple. Go. Uh, oh, I just finished one just okay, now. Okay, I got, I, got, I got one here. Uh, uh, this is Coquitlam Joe. Is it just me? But why are the Canucks not playing Rathbone for the rest of the year? Uh, we need to see him, uh, see him play a lot. So that's a good one. I like that. No AL today. Uh, I, 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 don't quote me on this. Don't quote me. The early word is it could be an ankle. Uh, with OEL, just the early word. Uh, don't quote me. All these guys on Twitter, <laughs> Dolly Walsh. You'll find out from Doctor Hotella. Uh, Doctor Hotella, uh, don't quote her either. But listen, it could be an ankle. That's just the early word. Uh, not verified, not yet. Anyways, All go. Right. Uh, Rathbone. There's two guys uh, right now, uh, Donnie. On a serious note, Rathbone and Hoglander. Look, if I'm the Canucks, do something here. If you if they're not a part of your future, move them. If you're going to stick them in Abbotsford and well, keep get them there, something for them. Yeah, get something for them because obviously can, clearly you're not showing. You know, I, I'm going to sit back and I'm going to tell you, Hogmanner, you think his agent and you think uh, the Rathbone's agents are doing cartwheels? They're not. Yeah, but at the same time, do you want them in this mess? <laughs> huh? Do you want them in this mess? Up here? You want, they just put Seelovs in a mess. Uh, no, I, I know. And, and How's that a mess last night? Playing in front of the worst defensive team yeah. in the NHL no, is in a mess. a mess. He made his NHL debut. And it gave him an opportunity to show his stuff. How is that a mess? Because you're still putting. You're putting. Oh, it's oh, the, the hottest team. In it's the, the NHL. fifth worst team in the you're NHL. You're pro Donnie. athlete. It's time to. It, it, it's time to show your stuff, and he did fine. Yeah, that's not a mess. Fifth the whole worst thing is a mess. Hold it a second. Him? No. A fifth no, worst no, team in that, the NHL isn't a mess. Really? But that Donnie, that's what Rick's Come saying. On. He's not necessarily a mess. But you're putting if him the into situ- the okay, Hold on a second. If he, he's with an organization that's a cup contender, he's not getting that opportunity. Maybe he gets stuck in the minors forever. That's the, that's a positive for him. I, and, I don't know. You know what happens? It's, it's the same thing, uh, you know, uh, with Kuzmenko and the hands. Five years <laughs> down the road, oh, Don was right. You'll see. Jeeves from Surrey, is it just me? But if Rick's breathing is loud during the show, imagine how loud it, loud it is when he's on his Stairmaster. That's Stairmaster you have at home. No, no, but I have it at a good speed. Uh, what you want to do is you want to get your heart rate up. That's the whole yeah, purpose. I know how exercise yeah, I know. work. As soon as you start huffing and puffing, the exercise works. But Stairmasters are outdated, aren't they? No, they're not. No, I don't no. think so. Why are they outdated? I thought they were more in, in 80s, uh, 90s the, thing. No, you, you bump it up. You put the hill, uh, put it on the hill, and then you get it to where your heart rate's yeah. up, and you're breathing heavy, and then it's fine. Imaginary. I think you have an elliptical. I don't think you have a Stairmaster. Yeah. Do you, do, are your arms involved? No, none of that stuff. What about at the parktologist? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's go. Got to break. Uh, Got to break. Uh, Stephen Kukitlam, uh, Ivan Alinka, best hands. <laughs> what? <laughs> I can, what do I, I'm okay. reading it. Uh, you talked. Is about, it just me? But did Ivan? Is Alinka? it just me? Ivan Alinka. Ivan Alinka was 21, right, uh, Donnie? Let's go with that. Hey, come on! You're the number guy. Are you kidding me? I I know Ivan Alinka was 21. Uh, well, they were in, asking me. Okay, they were in Detroit. Uh, Ivan Alinka, penalty shot. He begged Harry Neal on the bench. I, I want to take it. Neal told him, if you miss this, you better keep uh, skating right through the boards all the way to back to the Czech Republic. Uh, he made it. Ivan Alinka was a great player. He was one of my favorites uh, growing up. 
the late great Ivan Holinka. I, Ivan Holinka has I, a tournament named after number him. Number twenty-one. He was twenty-one. Twenty-one. Okay, a break. More is it just me's? We'll wrap up the poll question <laughs> and the show next. Donnie Dolly, the team on check. Canucks lose six four uh, last night to the Rangers with Arthur's Silas making his NHL debut. Flyers taking on the Canucks with Torts on That's Saturday. Right. Bet99.net poll question. Every game begins at bet99.net. Yes, it does. Our bet99.net poll question. Did you learn anything about uh, Arthur Silovs last night? Uh, 69% say no. 31% say yes. Uh, 1,300 votes already. Uh, business. Let's do that. We did the poll. Yeah, if you missed any of today's show, you can catch full replays of Donnie and Dolly on the Check Plus app or watch our interviews on uh, YouTube. Just search for Donnie and Dolly. All brought to you by the Bayside Oceanfront Resort. Oceanside and beautiful Parksville, the Bayside, one of Vancouver Island's premier getaway spots. Exciting additions to the Bayside include their newly opened Bay yeah. Cafe, sourcing delicious local products, and seasonal cocktail list in the Bayside restaurant. And book your island getaway today at BaysideFrontResort.com uh, or call 250-248-8333. And then don't forget you mentioned Donnie Dolly. 10% off your nightly room rate. You have a picture as we continue. Is it just me? Ryan, uh, this, look at this. Uh, we're getting a lot of this Irish cream stuff. Uh, uh, Ryan, who is this? Ryan, who is it? I don't know. You put it. <laughs> it's you, nobody. It's you, a bottle of. Uh, no, no, It's no. actually Gre- Wayne no, Gretzky's no. Ca- Canadian cream. Yeah, Wayne Gretzky. It's Dan in North Van. Yeah, he sent us that. We're getting a lot of uh, submissions. Ever since Drance mentioned it last Friday, yeah. Gretzky's Canadian cream. Like, we are single-handedly boosting this. He's going to have the greatest quarter ever. Does Wayne know about? I this? don't know. We should. Uh, I think it's taking sales are up in BC. I wonder what's going on. I, I didn't even know he had these other products. I thought it was just He's wine. Got a ton he of had. products. Yeah. He's got a ton of products. There's no question about it. Yeah, and, and Drance, you know, just raved about. Yeah, it. better than Bailey's. Yep. You know. Okay. Uh, is it just me? I can't read that. Oh, here we go. D. Mario in Richmond. Is it just me or are Rick's 50 road hockey goals in one day? More impressive than Al Bundy's four touchdowns in one game <laughs> yep. for Polk High. I'm not going to lie about that. Uh, we used to play from 9 in the I morning. I think you are lying about uh, that, actually. Donnie, we'd put 9 in the morning till 4 in the afternoon. We'd play road hockey on Saturdays and Sundays. I'd score a whack of goals. That was mm. good. Mm. Uh, Cherry-picking exactly. the whole time. <laughs> I was the coach's night, uh, worst nightmare. I you had imagine. a coach in road hockey? No, he would stand there. He'd teach us. Yeah, because we went on tournaments and stuff. And well, I so it was ball hockey then. I was really bad. I wouldn't back check cherry pick all the time. Okay, is it just me or will today's episode of Donnie and Dolly be available on video cassette for the <laughs> public? <laughs> How do Rand- they know? Randy and Surrey. Hmm. Uh, is it just me... This is Bobby in Vancouver. Or did Vancouver City Council finally make a good call getting rid of the 25-cent single-use cup fee? That fee was bugging me like the OEL contract does. LOL. Bobby in Vancouver. Yeah. So out, out goes the 25-cent tax on the cups. Yeah. Big response uh, from you guys on that one. <laughs> yeah. I'll leave it at that. Can I get one in? Yeah, that's what you're here for. Uh, is it just me? The 1979 Whitecaps. That's White what the proctologist said. Let's see if you remember these two names. Uh, the 79 Whitecaps <laughs> anchored on defense by two of the toughest defenders ever. Roger John, Kenyon's one? Yeah, Kenyon yeah. was one. Roger Kenyon and John Craven. Mm, of course, yeah. Don D from Nanaimo. Great memory. And my favorite Whitecap of all time, Donnie. 
Peter Beardsley. Alan Hinton. But he, he wasn't on that 79 well, no, team. No, he wasn't on that. But he, uh, Peter Beardsley came in later and scored just a ton of goals. And Alan Hinton would go on to coach the Whitecaps. Yeah. I think he was their head coach uh, during their demise in 84. And then he went to Seattle with the Sounders. Yep. Yep. Yeah. What do you got? Great hands. Tiger Williams, Kurt Fraser, and Craig Cox. Oh, that's good. Craig and Vanderhoof. Yep. I love that. Use their hands for other things. Craig Cox, best fight all time with Probert. Well, you know what, Rick? He had two of them. Yeah, two. One, one in Detroit, one at the Coliseum. Yeah, and both lasted forever. Love Craig Cox. Yeah, against Bob Probert, the late Bob Probert. All right, lots of fun. On behalf of Ryan, Tarek, Rick, everybody here at Oh Boy and Check, I'm Don, and you're up to date in the world of sports. Thanks for listening to the Donnie and Dolly podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Donnie and Dolly for all the latest show content. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.